0: Hello, and God bless you. This is uh, Pastor Jeremy, and we want to greet each and every one of you, all our listeners. Thank you for uh, joining us once again on this podcast. This is now our third part. Uh, we're in our part three, part three of our podcast that began a few days ago. As um, we felt impressed of the Lord to to come to you and speak about the things that are taking place in this hour, and answer the questions that many of us are asking. What does this coronavirus mean? What What's happening? How are we to respond? What is taking place? And uh, precisely yesterday, we had a tremendous podcast. For those of you who had an opportunity to hear it, and, and those of you who haven't, I would recommend you to do it. Um, we spoke directly the word that was given yesterday was a direct response and an insight that the lord gave us on why these things are taking place and that's very important right. what we're doing is is using the template of the story of egypt of the deliverance of god's people from egypt and in particular there's a there's a verse and in just in just a few seconds i'm going to ask our brothers to to greet you, but there there's a particular verse in uh Exodus chapter ten and in verse twenty one and, and I want to read it to you as as a basis today because I think this is where we are at not just as a nation but really uh a darkness that really is covering the whole world right now even as we speak and the word of the Lord says in chapter ten verse twenty one And the Lord said unto Moses, stretch out thy hand toward heaven that there may be darkness over the land of Egypt, even darkness which may be felt. That's powerful, brothers. That's powerful. Yeah. Brother brother Fernando, um, I know yesterday, man, I I know you sensed it too. Just uh I mean literally I was I was shaken. So Brother Marty yesterday I text him, I said, Brother, I've I've been shaking, you know, feeling really the the weight of what we're speaking about. That there's much confusion right now in the body of Christ. But I believe God wants to be clear and uh so uh we are we are at this place right now and so Brother Fernando just greet us and tell us what you're sensing and
1: this morning. Amen, amen. Greetings uh, in the name of the Lord. I'm I'm so happy and honored again to be here with our brethren in uh, this third podcast on the series, Coronavirus Passover 2020. I'm excited about what the Lord has in store for us again. Absolutely, it was a, a powerful, uh, anointed, heavily anointed podcast uh, that we did yesterday. And again, I want to let the people know, if you have not heard it, uh you can uh go to our website worldharvestministries.net. we you can hear the first one and and the second one we did uh and uh hopefully you're tuning in today and hearing this podcast um we we got into some real real deep things and unveiling in the things of the spirit uh uh was spoken the last podcast in regards to what's taking place at the higher levels of of government at the higher levels of Uh, The spiritual leadership of this nation, uh, horrible things that are being committed. Uh, Great abominations are being committed at the higher levels of of our nation. Um, So I felt like the Lord opened something up because the blame must be laid at the feet of the spiritual leaders of this nation uh, and and the political leaders of this nation and the way they are leading our, our country astray. And it's no wonder that uh, all these sins and transgressions, abominations, are giving way to this darkness that you spoke about in Exodus ten twenty one, that are coming upon the earth. That is here, the spirit of the age, the culmination of uh, of all the things that are prophesied in Scripture are, are coming coming about. So I'm yeah. excited about this podcast, and uh, uh, again, uh, so so happy to be with each and one of you. Praise God. It's always a delight
0: to, to come together. And um, Brother Marty, you know, a lot of things <clears throat> have happened. I remember it was, a, I think it was over a year ago that we did a couple podcasts. Uh, we titled it, What in the World is Going On? And since that time, some the things that, that have been spoken till now, there's been a lot of changes. And, and Brother Marty, it, it seems, it seems, uh, I was reading today this morning in Isaiah, uh, in chapter 30. The, the what the people were saying it's, they were saying say to the seers see not to the not prophets <laughs> prophesy not unto us right things mm-hmm. speak unto us smooth things prophesy deceit get you out of the way turn aside out of the path cause the Holy One of Israel caused the Holy One of Israel to cease from before us and and the way I interpret that is, stop confronting us with the Holy One of right. Israel. And, and I say this because the word you, you brought up, and I know it was the Spirit of the Lord, Brother Marty, as you spoke. And, and it's the very opposite that is taking place as the people of Israel are saying, prophesy not to us these things. Don't tell us about the judgments that are coming. Prophesy to us smooth things. Do not confront us. And so I I just felt led led of the Lord just to, you know, to ask you that question. A lot of things have changed in this hour, Brother Marty.
2: Well, they have. And I think as we were discussing before we began uh, this podcast this morning, uh, we were talking about Italy. And Brother Fernando uh, mentioned the news reports that last night, as we record this, what is today, the 20th of March? 21st. 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 Yeah, days are just flowing into days. Uh, yes, so that's part of the yes. first, right? Uh, well, yes. What we were talking about is Brother Fernando shared that, uh, you know, last night uh, or the figures from yesterday in Italy alone, over 600-plus people have died. And we were talking about how is that just three weeks ago, um, that whole entire nation of Italy was living its life, and now three weeks later, every single family in the country has been touched by death. And we talked about
1: plus ahead, people in a span of twenty four hours. In twenty four hours. Well wow. and,
2: and this is really interesting because uh it shows us exactly what the Lord said. Do you remember in Luke chapter twelve where he he begins to speak on a parable of of the good and, and faithful servants, the wise stewards and then the unfaithful servants? In there, he talks about us having our loins girt about and our lights burning. And then he says, uh, and be like men that are waiting for the Lord to return from the wedding. And he says, because, uh, you know, the, the Lord is going to return in an hour that you think not. And then there's other scriptures that talk about suddenly, right? It shall come upon the whole world suddenly. And, and that's, in, in, a, in a measure, it, it is almost as what has happened. You know, people were just living their lives going through the motions of everyday life and suddenly the entire world has uh, has had the brakes put on it. And, and, and God is dealing with this planet, whether people want to admit that or not, like the, the powerful scripture that brother Jeremy just brought out in Isaiah 30. Think of what, what brother Jeremy was reading there, because this was the condition, not of the world, but of the people of God, hours and days just before judgment would come down upon them. Not too many days after those prophecies were given and isaiah would write there as brother jeremy quoted in isaiah 30 what what fascinates me is that is that their desire uh to hear the word of god had been totally uh deadened in their spirit to the point that they aggressively began to attack the prophets of god and tell them don't be so intense, right we really don't want to hear it and and then what's incredible which gives us a hint as to what was wrapped up in the message of the prophet is where he where they're told they're telling the prophet cause the holy one of Israel to cease from before our eyes they did not want to oh. hear of the holiness of god they did not want to hear of his his uh you know his law or his ways they did not right. want that message and and so when a people has come to the point where what they want, from, from what Brother Jeremy was quoting from Isaiah there, is we want a light message, a smooth message, a message that doesn't prick our hearts or motivate us to live uh, the correct way before our God in heaven. When the people comes to that point, then there is nothing that remains but judgment which would come upon the land. And indeed it did. Jerusalem was burnt with fire. They thought that they were immune from the judgment and the corrections of God. They thought that they were the privileged and status nation. They thought mm. that their insti- they thought that their institutions of religion ensured their protection. They relied sure. upon their forefathers and the godly uh, you know uh, uh, the godly fathers that they had that came before them, and they relied upon their history rather than their relationship with God, which should have been in holiness and
0: righteousness. And so they it turned. Was- Go ahead. that's powerful because immediately after they say this uh, because of their iniquity, the prophet Isaiah said, therefore this iniquity shall be to you as a breach ready to fall swelling out in a high wall whose breaking cometh suddenly. At there it distance. is. There's that word, right?
1: Suddenly. Yeah.
2: Think about what you read there. It's a breach. So there's an opening. It's like the wall is, 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 is bursting, right? It's like, It's like there's a cracks in the wall and he talks about the walls being high because it's the attitude of the people that thinks that they're impregnable, that they're immune, that no disaster, nothing could come upon them because they have high walls of protection. But the truth is the prophet exposes and says there's cracks in your walls and you don't even realize that the wall itself is getting ready to fall. And when it does, it will come upon you suddenly. That is what we are witnessing right now. It is no mistake to me that the United States of America happens to be the the, the central focus now of what's happening around the world. If you look at the map and how the pandemic spread, it's almost as if if it made a circle around the globe, all the while the United States looking at it, seeing it coming, and yet it has now come to rest upon our shores, almost as if it came to rest lastly, right? Like it, Mm -hmm. it came and landed in our country last although it continued to, it's, it was raging all that time around the world, it, it's almost like it's, it was like if God said, okay, you've seen. Think about that, brothers. Let's just pause for a moment and think about that. You've been watching this plague from China through the Middle East, through Eastern and Western Europe, and you've been watching it come. And even that wasn't enough because of the arrogance and hardness of your hearts to, to, to cause you to, uh, you know, to seek God before it landed on your shore. I mean right, I heard I heard prophets back so called prophets false prophets uh several weeks back saying that it wouldn't it wouldn't happen to us. There's a there's a oh, false right. prophet out of out of Bethel Church in Redding, California his name is Sean Boltz. On March the 3rd he stands up on the 700 Club or, or CBN news and proclaims that God revealed to him that that the coronavirus was about to dissipate, about to go away. Well, we need to call these people out for what they are. They're full of the devil. Right. right. They're right. not. They're not God's prophets. He sat up there and said, "Thus saith the Lord." When the Lord didn't tell him that. And here we right. are. What is uh, 18 days later. There's 10,000 cases of coronavirus in New York City. The governor today orders 6,000 ventilators. There's a ship with a thousand beds on the way to the harbors of New York. This thing is just beginning. So where we need to call out these false prophets for what they are and say, Thus saith the Lord, repent, lest He come and cast you into the lowest pit of hell, for you have
0: led God's people astray. I don't want to get started. Go ahead, guys. That's powerful. <laughs> that, that, that's, that's powerful. So you know, and all of this was precipitated because the people of God, the Bible calls them a rebellious children, and they were looking to the Egyptians to help. For help in vain, to no purpose.
2: I got Yes. Yeah.
0: So, you know, I think all of this is connected, you know, and, and so to, to those of you that are listening today, we want to embark again and wanting to continue to lay a framework and, and give the people of God an understanding through the word of God. Not our opinion, but what is the word of God saying in these hours? How are we to respond? What is this coronavirus? Is this something of God or is this something that, as these false preachers are saying, that we just got to get together and cast it out and it's going to leave? No. What is, what is the deeper meaning of everything that is taking place? And so today we, we want to study the Word of God and, and, and we've been using, again, the story of Egypt, the deliverance of Israel from Egypt as a template through the plagues, specifically the darkness, that came upon the people, which is about, that was the ninth plague, right? Right before the last one. So Brother Marty, uh, take it from there and um, share as the Lord uh, has given it to you today.
2: Yes. And please jump in whenever you guys feel like you want to add to the comments here. Now, one of the things that we want to talk about today is that what Brother Jeremy said, which is, okay, what's going on here? And we've laid the foundation over the last two podcasts, um, uh, talking about this darkness that could be felt. And we believe that that darkness has now descended upon the face of the earth. Now remember this, in Isaiah chapter 60, the Lord said this, that in the last days, that yes. what gross, darkness, gross right, darkness right, would cover the people and a great darkness would cover the earth. But we have the promise, and it's almost like Passover language, because even though it'll be dark in the world, he says, the glory of the Lord shall rise upon his people, right, his light and it shall be seen upon them, just as the children of Israel had light in their dwellings when there was darkness in the world. It's a type. And all throughout these plagues, God continued to emphasize to Pharaoh and to the world that you may know the difference between the children of Egypt and the children of Israel. I believe that part of what we are witnessing right now is going to distinguish the real from the false, the true from the untrue, right? His light, which is not something that, that uh, we go and get and put on ourselves, he shines his light on his children. And that is the distinguishing mark. In Malachi, he said what? He said, uh, the day will come when you will be able to discern between those that love God and those who don't. So the question that Brother Jeremy was asking is, is this plague, this coronavirus, uh, whatever you want to call it, uh, this this pestilence, this virus, it has now placed the world under lockdown it is still only just beginning it is going to be so horrible what we are about to witness and i think one of the many questions we've been getting from around the country from different people who call and talk to my wife and ask questions and stuff what are we seeing and feeling is 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 what is coming is this the end of the world is it going to conclude with this thing and 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 we've basically been saying like we've been sharing with each other no you have to continue to look into the Exodus to understand the pattern. This plague yeah. of darkness, like like Brother Jeremy said, is the ninth plague. But the Lord told Moses uh, in in chapter eleven, he says, "I'm going to bring one more plague." Now, what do we what do we understand from this? That the plague after the three days of darkness in Egypt, it came to an end. It ceased. And so, what I'm telling you is, if we're reading the scripture correctly. And we're allowing us uh, ourselves to be guided by the Spirit. Then, then we know that this will come to an end; it will dissipate. But out of it, what will happen? Because that's what people are asking. We need to remember that right. the scripture yet, right? The scripture yet prophesies that that there is much yet to transpire. I think that we are beginning to see the onset of of the of the tribulation, not the great tribulation but the tribulation. We're somewhere in between the beginning of sorrows that Jesus talked about, the birth pangs that are getting quicker and quicker. But we know from the Exodus story that the darkness goes away and it was designed because the result of Pharaoh and his servants was not repentance, but it says Pharaoh's heart was yet hardened, right? Yes. And, and what we're what we're going to see out of this is that the people are not going to repent, and neither will they turn to God. In fact, they're going to get worse. They're going yes. to be yes. com- they're going to be completely hardened. I used to marvel when I read the book of Revelation, and I would read it, and I'd say, God, because it would you know all these terrible things would begin to happen, and it says, and yet men repented not for their sins, right? And they used to, right. and as a matter of fact, they cursed God. It says. And 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 yeah. they and they who sent the, the the plagues of the hail and the fire and all that in the book of Revelation, I used to think, my goodness, how could that be? But I look around and see that that's exactly what's happening. Even now, brothers, in the midst of all this, where yeah. is this clarion call for repentance in America? Where is this? My God, maybe we need to reflect on ourselves and and consider, is ha, have we sinned? You know, I mean, do we need to call out to God? Where is the proclamation from, from these vaunted so-called preachers telling the body of Christ um, that we need to repent, all of us, from the top to the bottom. There is no call. Because what's actually happening, God's children are beginning to press into him. They're beginning to pray more. They're beginning to search the scriptures more. But the compromise in America, the compromised church, that is, because I don't blame the blame at the world. I blame it at the leadership in the false and fake church. They Absolutely. are not
0: seeking the Lord,
2: right? They're not seeking the Lord. They have no light, brother. You know, yesterday I went on YouTube and I found this thing uh, from uh, from a show where they, they paraded before the cameras the, the top, so-called top prophets in America. And they all gave their prophecies <laughs> for, what, really? for what 2020 was going to be. Did I send you that? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no you, you have to. I got to send you that. I mean if it wasn't so tragic, I mean, I, I was, I was just, I was getting angry and laughing at the same time going, what, what, talk about egg on your face. It seemed like every prophecy was, you know, this is the year of your deliverance of great, you know, prosperity is coming and, you know, there's going to be this great revival. Everyone had that same kind of take on it. Right. You know, the year of perfect vision, which means all your visions and dreams are coming. You can decree it. I thought, my you know, when you look at it, three months into the year, and the nation is under lockdown, and death is walking through the planet, where are these prophets? They've gone uh, extraordinarily silent. But it is oh, 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 brothers, a a the the delineation point. It is the separation that has begun because what this 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 exodus thing did, if you think about it is it when God began to move and and, and to set in motion the prophetic word, now remember this, the true prophetic word had been given 430 years earlier to Father Abraham, right? Yes. Remember when he sat and walked between the pieces and it said there came a smoking uh, furnace and a burning lamp right from heaven and walked in the midst of those pieces and the prophecies came forth to Abraham saying that his children, his descendants were going to be taken into bondage. And then he said after many years or 430 years, they would be let out. So when the Exodus was in in essence, the the flipping of the switch that ultimately led to the deliverance of, of the children of Israel. And And as you read in the story, and I hope the people listening have their Bibles. When you read in the story, you'll see that when they finally came out, the Bible says on the very day, 430 years to the day that the prophecy was given to Father Abraham, they came out. So what we are seeing then is the prophetic scriptures uh, and and that which the holy apostles and prophets and the Lord himself foretold. uh, What we are witnessing now is the flipping of the switch, if you will, which is going to accelerate and culminate in the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. So here we are. Understand that the plague of darkness, or even this coronavirus, which has shut everyone in the world in their houses, it preceded the deliverance of the children of Israel. It had to come first. Now, in yeah. this, we see that <laughs> in this, we see that this pandemic, if we're if we're discerning, it's going to lead to the hardening of Pharaoh's heart, the hardening of the compromised church's heart, the hardening of the servants of Egypt's heart, as it were, the people of the world. Uh, The world is going to emerge from this thing, but it's going to emerge totally different. Now, understand the reason that we're going to have this emergence on the other side of this is because the Lord is going to give his children time for preparation. Now, this great death, it's as if it's, it's representative, if you will, in type and shadow of the destroyer, right? Because that's the final plague. The destroyer comes and 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 he's yet to come this destroyer that came that night you know where they had the blood applied to the doorpost of their house in the lintel uh the destroyer moved through the land and the lord said when he comes uh, i will make sure he can't touch you when i see the blood i'll pass over you he's a type of the spirit of satan himself the antichrist and it's a foreshadowing of the great tribulation now when we add that to our time it's quite possible what the, what the Holy Spirit is saying then is that we're going to emerge on the other side of this plague, this darkness that we're feeling now, and there's going to be an interim of preparation. That preparation time is what I believe could quite possibly be. And now we're not date setting, but we're living in an extraordinary times. It could quite possibly be the onset of, of, of the tribulation that will culminate with the Great Tribulation. The wrath of God is yet to be poured out. Now, check this out. Uh, there will be safety for the people of God in the house. And, and that safety, right. uh, will come by one way. And God gave Moses specific instructions. If you have your Bibles, you can find it in Exodus chapter 12. Because in the interim, when the darkness has been lifted, there's going to be an interim. Pharaoh's heart will be hardened the Bachelor in church will be hardened the people of the world will be hardened a whole world will emerge out of this that will that will that will become that one world that that globe system everything's going to change if the pattern holds true because the entire economic system of the world is is, is crumbling the the healthcare right. systems and and all the foundational things that help society run especially in the west all of it's crumbling and so out of it it's quite possible that the world itself will emerge desiring uh, much more safety and once and, and much more symmetry if you will balance among the, the nations and the only way to do that is to to remove the the the, the boundaries of nation states and become one world that is exactly what the book of revelation predicts will happen but for today let us take a look we're going to emerge out of this darkness but understand the darkness and and the lifting of it is only preparatory to the ultimate deliverance of the children of god now in in exodus chapter 12 god gives moses specific instructions he says this and the lord spoke unto moses and aaron in the land Of Egypt. Now listen to this. He said, This month, which is what we know as the Passover month, this month shall be unto you the beginning of months. In other words, a new calendar is about to be instituted for you people. (laughs) That's what he was telling the children of Israel, right? right? Things are coming that are going to completely change for God's people. Now listen, it shall be the first month of the year for you, the beginning. I declare the beginning from the end. We ain't got time to get into the deeper levels of this, but this is why we believe that Passover is really the type of, of the ultimate deliverance of the children of God from the earth, that it might very well occur during a Passover season. And, 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 and that we'll talk about that in the coming days, maybe. Now listen to what he says. He says, Speak ye unto all the congregation of Israel, saying, In the tenth day of this month they will take to them every man a lamb, according uh to the house of their fathers, a lamb for a house. So let's just stop there really quick. So what do we see what do we see emerging out of the darkness being lifted and just before the destroyer comes? Specific instruction is given to the servants of God, Moses and Aaron. Right? right? And what God says is this is what you need to preach. <laughs>
1: right? Yeah. In yeah. verse
2: Right. In verse two, he says, this is what you speak to all the congregation. So what do we learn from that? Emerging out of this is going to come divine clarity to the true servants of God. The true men of God are going to have the word of God. And it's not a word that they will acquire any other way, but directly from the spirit of the Lord. There is a proper message, a a true message. And really, it's a return to the true gospel of Jesus Christ. And he says, this is what you speak. Go ahead.
1: No, go ahead. Finish that thought right there.
2: Yeah, and he says, this is what you are going to speak to the congregation of Israel. He says, in the 10th of this month, and we'll talk about that in a second. Why the 10th? Why not the 8th? You know, why not the 7th? I mean, why the 10th day? And I believe God has given us some light on that. So the 10th day of this month, tell them this, that they shall take to them, every man, a lamb. Now, what do we learn from this, first of all? The specific instruction. This is what you speak to the whole congregation in verse 3. This is the 10th day, which is very prophetic, and we'll talk about that in a second. But notice what happens here. He says, tell them that they shall take to them, and then he, he refines it specifically to responsibility he says have every man take a lamb now what the lord was showing me this is out of this and during this time if you can receive it and if you will receive it god is restoring proper authority to the house of his children for too long now men have abrogated their spiritual authority within their house they haven't walked close with god They've almost been, you know, uh, effeminized, if you will, across the culture, even within the house of God, especially within the house of God. But here we see that coming out of this darkness into a tribulation-like period, God says speak specifically to the whole congregation this message. And then he says, and to the men, he says, take the land. The fathers must be restored to their positions as the priests of their house. It is their responsibility to 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 acquire the necessary protection for their own families, and that is done only one way. That is done in their submission to the gospel of Jesus Christ, because the Lamb represents the Lord Jesus Christ. Does he not? Yes, Amen. Yes. All right. So that is why, coming out of this, I think that it's quite possible. That it is the grace of God, and I'm just speaking now concerning the church, it is the grace of God that has allowed families to be shut in together. Because your children are looking at you now more than ever, men of God. Not just you, I'm not just talking to you, brother, I'm talking to whoever's listening, right? Your children, men, are looking to you right now. Are you going to sit them down and, 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 and play Disney videos for them right now? (laughs) since you all got time and you don't even know how to interact with your own kids or are they going to find a father who in his own personal reflection and devotion to the very God that he has taught them about since they were little are you going to return to that private prayer closet and search out and take for yourself a lamb? will you grab a hold of the true gospel of Jesus Christ and let the Spirit of God elevate you back to the position that you should have been holding all along. That is yeah, what yeah. that is what God is saying in what he reveals when he says, they shall take to them every man, because he's restoring order to his house. It is the men who have abrogated spiritual leadership too far. For, for far too long now, within the Church of God and amongst the families of God, it's the women that have taken that role. They they serve not only as nurturers but as protectors. And the men, they've they've grown fat sitting on their couches watching ESPN all day long.
1: God help us. Anyway,
2: right. yes, <laughs> ah, I can feel it. No, no. I can it's, feel it. <laughs> it's,
1: it's Matthew twenty. It's Matthew twenty-five, uh, yeah. being played out. Right, uh, the ten virgins were waiting. Uh, yeah. I imagine they were inside. Uh, five had uh, oil, five didn't. And you're uh, talking about how the Lord is speaking to the men, the fathers, to reflect yeah. on their own lives and what what they have inside of them. Do they have the oil to keep their families alive? My goodness. Or, or Or have they spent all these years... Uh, watching sports, like you said, binge watching ESPN, sitting on the couch, flipping through the channels while the kids are in some mother room watching the Disney Plus channel or whatever, right? Uh, yeah. And 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 just just worried about this and that, and 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 not worried about what the Lord is saying. So what what this what this time, you know, where where this plague has caused everybody to go into their home, it's it's yeah. the grace of God. Uh, to to really begin to investigate and examine our own lives. Like, what have we been storing in our own hearts? Good. Have we been lusting after this world? Have we been lusting after Egypt? Are we so entangled with Egypt that we can't even leave it to wholly depend on God, to fully depend yes. on him? Yes. The, the The truth of the matter is that's what people are afraid of. So, you know, especially Christians, they don't want to fully depend on God because they know what God <laughs> requires. He requires everything.
2: That's he deep, man. You,
1: right, right? That's, that's that what is we're talking deep, about. brother. Yes, it is. So, you know, so, so, go ahead, brother.
0: I was just going to say, you know, and in, in also in, in a practical way, in the times that we're reading about, remember for many years, the men would probably work anywhere from 12 to 16 hours a day. They yeah. had no time. They were by the time they got home, they were so tired to pray and seek God, to spend time with their family. Um, and perhaps it's <laughs> the Lord now what you're talking about, allowing them to get shut in their homes, so that they can put their houses back in order. Because remember, exactly it wasn't until the it wasn't until the pressing right. came that that's what caused the cry from God's yeah. people for a deliverer. So mm-hmm. God is wanting us to put our, because our homes are in disorder. They're not in order. That's right. You know, and I just, so that, that's just a practical sense. These men work probably up to 16 hours a day, tired. What, what, you know, what, what desire did they have to seek the Lord to spend time with their families? That's powerful. But yes.
2: I like, I like what you said in a more practical sense, but isn't that what, what God was revealing to Moses? Remember we have we have a 10-day period from the time God gives the word to Moses the month of Nisan he says this is going to be the first month right this is going to be the beginning of months for you and then he says 10 days from now have the men do this right that's practical information from the father in heaven and, and 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 that is practical information that must be given to to the church today to the men while we find ourselves shut in right now those of you that are listening, and I encourage you to share these messages with other people. You know, yes, it's absolutely. almost like an underground thing, right? I mean, what you, where are you going to go to church on Sunday, huh? You know, <laughs> you get, most <laughs> <Right>. people. <laughs> I think God has shut the church door because He's so tired of hearing backslidden preachers preaching to backslidden congregations. Man, He's like, I, I'm so tired
0: of this noise, right? So, well, but here we have. Money, what, you know? Yes, I I just wanted to interject something real quick. My my wife was telling me the other day now you're going to really see what type of relationship you have with your husband or wife, right? Because <laughs> now going to be locked in 24 hours, and you're going to see really everything you post on Facebook yeah. if it's really true, that you have this life that you portray. Yes. And now you're gonna hey, see man. where you're at. <laughs> That's let,
1: me, good, let, me yes. let me share this. Let me share this. The word used in Deuteronomy 13 is what the Lord is doing in this time, you know, as as the darkness that can be felt is is upon the land, and and we sense the the man of sin and the wings, so to speak, ready to to appear, right? Uh, and and yeah. and 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 God's people are 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 being driven to a place where they self-examine in their own home, starting with the men. Um, yes. Deuteronomy 13, call, 13 calls this a proving. Yes. Right. Yes. God yes. is proving his people. There's going to be two kind there are two kinds of messages going forth. Right? There's two kinds yes. of prophets. There's a true prophet and a false prophet. So so the responsibility it's on God's people because they're the ones being proved. Okay? You know, we we yes. we uh we live in a day and age where Christians get mad at at preachers, well, that preacher failed me, and he got caught in a scandal, and I'm just not going to serve the Lord, or I'm just going to this other preacher because that preacher's messed up, and as though, as though the preachers are at fault. But the truth of the matter is, the, the, that's not what surprises the Lord that there's false prophets in the land. No, because he's yeah. not proving them; he's proving the people. Yes, he's saying, "What are you listening to?" And what message are you believing? Right? And it says this in Deuteronomy 13. um, It says this, if there arise among you, and and we spoke about that, Brother Marty, the reason for this darkness that's upon the land is because uh, 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 what's been preached by these false prophets throughout the years, and they continue to false prophesy in the midst of this darkness. Uh, it says, if there arise among you a prophet or a dreamer of dreams, and giveth thee a sign or a wonder, and the sign or the wonder come to pass, whereof he spoke unto thee, saying, let us go after other gods, which thou hast not known, and let us serve them. Thou, this is what the responsibility of the people either we're hearing from God, myself, you, Brother Marty, Pastor German, I believe this is what the Lord is saying. I'm seeing the pattern unfold. Yeah. I, I see what, what's coming. I see what, what he's doing in my life, in my home, with my family, right? Praise and God. so are you. And many and many countless others that are listening to, to, to these podcasts, they're being stirred, right? And this is what Praise the Lord God. is saying to the people that are listening right now. You, 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 you. After we're done talking, you, you go into your private time, search out the scripture, and and ask the Lord, is this what you're saying? Because if it is what we're saying, if it is what the Lord is saying, then we need better prepare, right? And it says, yeah. Thou shalt not hearken unto the words of that prophet, or that dreamer of dreams, for the lawyer God proveth you. Yeah. The Lord is proving you, listener. He is saying, what are you listening to? What are you believing? Right? And it says, to know whether you love the Lord, your God, with all your heart and with all your soul. You shall walk after the Lord your God and fear him and keep his commandments and obey his voice, and you shall serve him and cleave unto him. Notice, this is what's coming to these false prophets. This is what the Bible says is going to happen to these false prophets. that are prophesying uh, uh, smooth things and uh, they're praying the virus out. And when when they fail to realize that this is uh, being allowed by God to open up, to bring us to this place, like you're talking about, Brother Marty, where we come into our homes, the, the fathers begin to examine their own lives and, and, and begin to open the Bible <laughs> to the children, right? And it yeah. says or that dreamer of dreams shall be put to death okay. because he has spoken to turn you away from the your God, which brought you out of the land of Egypt My good. and redeemed you out of the house of bondage to thrust thee out of the way, which the Lord thy God commanded thee to walk in. So shall thou put the evil away from the midst of thee. This is why we are, Sensing what we're sensing and seeing what we're seeing, God is wanting to re- God's people, right? It starts with yeah. God's people to yeah. remove the evil that is in our midst, whatever that evil is that you put before the Lord. You got to take it out of the way. Yeah. Right. If you're idolizing the yeah. preacher, we'll see a lot of these preachers. We'll see how their doctrine works in these in these days, what they're preaching, <laughs> Right. Man. We'll see how it helps the people. You Amen. Know, the other day, I turned on the radio, brother, yesterday, and they're and they're picking up money, man.
2: It's insane, Incredible, isn't it? Incredible,
1: right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's sickening, brother, what you just said there. I've seen uh, two or three ministries right now, national and international ministries, in the midst of this death that's passing through the yes. world. Yes. They're on there raising money for their own ministries and their own kingdom. God help them. Yes. Shall we go on?
0: Yeah, let's go. Well,
2: here we are again. That's powerful, brother, and and, and flows very uh, nicely with what we're talking about. Again, remember, we're going to come out of this darkness, but it's only a prelude. It's It's a preparatory time that will ultimately lead with the manifestation of the destroyer coming to the whole world. He's a foreshadow of the Antichrist. But God gives Moses specific instruction, Moses and Aaron, and he he gives him the message. In verse 3, he says, chapter 12, verse 3 of the Exodus, he says, this is what you speak to all the congregation of Israel, whether they'll hear it or not. This this is a message for the whole church is what he's saying. And then he says, they shall take to them every man a lamb. So we were talking about that already. God is dealing with the men the fathers the grandfathers the uncles you know the young men wherever they may find themselves it's very symbolic of what we will be, what we will need to do uh right now and coming out of this he says take every man a lamb that word take literally means to seize it to grab a hold mm. of it you yeah, know and, and 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 so what he's telling the men is this is going to require spiritual and physical effort on your part you have grown lazy quite possibly and, and sedentary in your spiritual life. He told Timothy the great apostle Paul stir up the gift that's on the inside of you. There there has to be an exercise of spiritual strength to make this happen. It must be yes. seized, right? And he and, and he says take to them every man a lamb. This is a call going out to every man, not just the preacher yes. You know not just the deacon in your church or the sunday school guy you you take a lamb for your house it is your responsibility let me ask you this when you stand before the judgment seat of christ are you going to break out your stock portfolio and talk to him about what an excellent (laughs) investor you were are you gonna flash flash him your number 80 jerry rice jersey when he used to play for the raider the raider years i mean are you going to stand before <laughs> the Lord and <laughs> talk to him about the great house you built and the boat you have and the jet skis you took to Lake Tahoe when you went on vacation with your family because you were a king's king? No, I don't think so. I right. think what yeah. you're going to stand before the Lord and be glad about is that you heard the voice of his spirit and your life, which was headed in one direction, one day was radically stopped. And by the grace of God, He turned you back to Him, and you responded yes. by taking a lamb for your house,
0: seizing it, Amen. and
2: becoming the man of God that He's called you to
0: be. That's, now, he that's says, powerful, brother Marty. And I said, can, can I just interject there? Because that's yeah, absolutely go ahead. Because it puts the, the the responsibility directly back to man. It's a responsibility that that God puts on us that goes completely the opposite of the gospel that is being preached today, especially this hyper-grace gospel that that makes Christians unresponsible. It's just by grace and God's going to give it to you. No, God puts the responsibility specifically on the priest of the home, the father of the house. We must apprehend, like you're saying, we must apprehend the lamb. Yes, Which, you know, today with all the, the, you know, the gospel that is the so-called gospel that really makes, it's just putting your faith here or this or that, you know, it goes totally opposite of what we're preaching today from our pulpits. I just wanted to interject that.
2: And you're right because, and it's not just any land because that's what you were talking about. You're saying, you know, that there's this watered down gospel, this hyper grace gospel, this, this kingdom now gospel, the seven mountains gospel, the, uh, the, the the message of the cross gospel, which totally uh, denigrates the resurrection and, 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 and puts God's people into bondage to a doctrine and an ideology. The prosperity gospel, the healing gospel. There's all kinds of gospels out there.
1: Mm-hmm, but yes.
2: God, mm-hmm. But God said, take every man, seize it, a lamb. And then he specifies according to the house of the fathers, of their fathers.
1: So he returns wow.
2: them back. To the yeah. old past, right just throw yeah. away how? throw away all this other stuff, right? this is specific now because we 're preparing for the destroyer to come, and that 's how serious this is, like Brother Fernando said, like you said these these false gospels, these false doctrines this 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 intensity is going to expose whether your gospel will stand up to the heat and the scrutiny of the refining fire and the fuller soap if it's not anchored in the God of your fathers that is the holy men of old who prophesied of these days, your lamb has a blemish. Your lamb has a blemish, and it will not be sufficient to see you through this tribulation period that we possibly have begun to enter into. Return uh, to the house of your fathers. Return to the orthodoxy of the true gospel of Jesus Christ that was preached from the days of Acts uh, down through the Reformation, down out of the dark ages into the Reformation, down to the outpouring of the Holy Spirit on Azusa Street, where people still interceded, where people still fasted, where they still prayed, where living holy wasn't just an option, it was a requirement as a child of God. Mm -hmm. So he says, according to the house of their fathers, that land, he says, you take that land. And, And so he says, this lamb will be sufficient for your house. I like what you said, uh, Brother Jeremy, when you were talking about the restoring the men of God to their position. Yes. And, 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 and notice what he says. He says, men of God, he says, you take the lamb. You have to get right. Many men will say, well, yeah. my wife, she's just a burden. She just never shuts <laughs> up. <away." laughs> yeah. Well, may, or my kids, they just don't listen. You know, I, well, what would possibly happen if they saw a daddy emerging from his prayer closet every morning with the light of God on his face. And when you could, when you could, (laughs) I feel that brothers, when you can string together more than a day or two in front of them, but diligently and consistently show them that you're a different man, that you have put God as the head of your house and that you are seeking him with all your, you start acting like that men of God and your wife, will suddenly begin to submit herself as she realizes she doesn't yes. have some flaky-daky kind of dude out there. I've got a man of God mm-hmm. in my house, and your children will respect your word. You don't have to bribe oh, yeah. them with iPads and computers and, and the latest iPhone off the shelf. You just simply say, come, let us gather around this lamb that I have found, and, and they will again. find their joy, their peace, their their happiness, because there was light, right? Who is the light? He- Jesus, Right. <laughs> That's how the light comes to the house and fills the dwelling, and so God it gives to, you,
0: you but, know something so glorious will happen too. You know, even the rice and beans are going to taste better. You know, Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Amen to
1: that. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. That's Exodus right, four twenty Exodus twenty four four twenty two says, and thou shalt say unto Pharaoh, Thus saith the Lord, Israel is my son, even my firstborn. And I say unto thee, let my son go, that he may serve me. And if thou refuse to let him go, behold, I will slay thy son, even thy firstborn. What's at stake here is the next generation, right? And it says, and it came to pass by the way in the end that the Lord met him and sought to kill him. Speaking of Moses. Yes. And, and, and the Lord had told Moses to circumcise his son right? And it says,
2: yes.
1: Sephirah took a sharp stone, his wife, and cut off the foreskin of her son and cast it at his feet and said, Surely bloody husband art thou to me. She did uh, not understand the the true understanding of, of, of circumcision. It was spiritual, right? Not the circumcision yeah. made of him, but the circumcision of the heart, Paul said, right? Yeah.
2: Yeah, but, yeah. but
1: the point is this, that before Moses could be sent to to Egypt, God dealt with him first as a man, and he yeah. had to literally circumcise his son, which was really getting his house in order, right? Because yeah. ultimately, that last plague that was coming to Egypt was the 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 death angel that will kill the firstborn uh, that uh, from everybody that did not apply the blood of the lamb yes. to their doorpost. Yes. So mm-hmm. we see here the pattern again, Moses was commanded by God to circumcise his son. That that's 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 what we're doing right now or that's what the Lord's trying to do through us the men. Yeah. He wants us to circumcise ourselves number one. He wants us to circumcise uh our children now, I speak spiritually, right? Spiritually speaking our family, right? Yeah. It, it, it's yeah. examination if we're truly completely surrendered and debt to ourselves because that's what the lamb speaks of is the demands of the cross and when i say that you know people say well see there it is it's it's the message of the cross i'm not talking about putting your faith in the cross i'm talking about dying to yourself Yes, mm. amen i'm talking about holiness complete surrender and dying to yourself you're either going to die to yourself in this hour or you're going to die at the hands of the destroyer, right? The spirit of the, of the age that is coming yes, upon us. Yes,
2: my him. God. Yes, it's after your children. children. Yeah, it's after that your is, children. That's right.
1: Yeah.
2: You know, brother, uh, that, that's a powerful scripture you just mentioned in, in Exodus 4.24 because it made me think something when you were talking there. Remember, the angel was basically stood to resist Moses, right? He was going to take his life because you
0: didn't,
1: yeah,
2: yeah. right? Yeah. You, you didn't circumcise your son. This is how serious he deals with the men of the house. Your your life, right? It, you you haven't taken this serious enough. He's on his way to deliver the people of God, right? But something has to take care. God is a God of family, structure, mm-hmm. and order. Because the house is supposed to reflect the Godhead, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Paul said, behold, I show you a mystery, right? He said that that, uh, I speak of Christ in his church. A man shall leave his father and mother and cleave to his wife. The two shall be one. Our homes are meant to be reflections of the gospel story of the unity of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. But listen, because what you just said there is something that men need to understand. You haven't been walking, those of you, uh, uh, all of us, okay? We need to, all of us, examine ourselves, but but. You have to be willing to understand just because you came in or are starting to come into line with God or whatever, it doesn't mean your wife's going to instantly respond to you. Because that's what happened, if you remember. She got mad at you. (laughs) Right? Yes. And she's, oh, you're a bloody man. And what happened? Remember, they parted. It required that she go back to her father's house, right? She went to Jethro's house so and i'm not saying we're going to get divorces that's not what i'm talking about
0: (laughs) what i'm saying
2: saying is don't expect your family to turn around just because you went and prayed for an hour today for the first time in six years right i mean that ain't gonna happen right you've been leading them in a direction in a certain way for 40 years moses right i mean he had his wife and kids you know he wasn't doing his thing yet until god called him but but you've been going in a particular direction for so long now. Don't expect them to instantly understand or get it. When God uh, had Moses bring him out bring out the children, remember Jethro came and he brought Moses his wife and their family was restored. Right, Gershom and 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 his, and his son. Remember uh, his right. wife came. Jethro brought him, and 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 Moses told him all the great ways that God had delivered the people. Well, so if you will obey the Lord. And and understand she's not necessarily going to react right away. Or your houses might necessarily not like what direction. It doesn't matter. He will restore it. And you will not only begin as a, right, you'll return as a man of God. And they will Um, come and submit themselves to you. Well, let's just close with this, brothers. Uh, In verse 5, he says, your lamb, again, he's specific. Your lamb needs to be without blemish. And, And a male of the first year. Exodus twelve five, and he says, "Take it out from the sheep, or from the goats." Right? Take it out. It 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 talks about a separate, distinct, unblemished gospel. Mm-hmm. Right? This is mm-hmm. this is this is what's happening. Why do you think God has shut the churches in this land? He's giving us a well, chance to go select the true lamb, because He's uh, going yeah. to allow us coming out of this oh, okay. to prepare for what's coming, and so. I think that's where we should close today we haven't even gotten started yet there's so much that we can can really dig into here and i hope the next time uh that we that we speak uh if that's maybe tomorrow or the next day i, I think it'll be tomorrow but we'll see if not monday but i'm feeling in my spirit we should pick this up tomorrow but we'll see how that goes lord willing um let, let let's focus on these things because there's a whole list of things the lord was revealing to me and i'm just gonna uh he, he wants to talk to us about your lamb, right? Your lamb. It's yours. It's a personal thing. It has to be without blemish. You have to keep it. It's for the whole assembly. All of these things, you have to uh, kill it, right? In the evening, all of these things are prophetic. There must be blood uh, applied. It has to be on the lintel and the two doorposts, not a lintel and one doorpost or two doorposts and no lintel. All of these things are prophetic. Um, the eating of the lamb. The eating of the lamb cannot take place until the slaying of the lamb. There's proper order that's going to have to be followed in this time that's going to ensure our protection. And, and then it goes on from there. It's the kind of lamb, and it has to be roast with fire. It has to be eaten with unleavened bread. It has to be eaten yes. with bittered herbs. It can't be uh, boiled in water. Uh, It it cannot remain until the morning. If anything remains until the morning, it has to be burnt with fire. This is a type of the the final wrath being poured out in the morning. We have to eat it in a particular way. Our loins girded, our shoes on our feet, our staff in our hand. It speaks of the haste and the urgency that's being revealed to us right now. We've entered, coming out of the darkness, there's a preparation, and there's the proper way of doing this. And so when I see the blood, right, I will pass over you. Deliverance and judgment is coming. And it's going to be a day of memorial forever. When we get to glory, when we stand before our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ throughout all the ages and the eternal dimensions that are yet to come in our experience, beholding the glory of our Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we will forever remember this great deliverance that is just ahead of us. Can you say amen?
0: Amen. Amen.
2: Amen. Would you, Would you close this out, brother
0: Jeremy? I will. I will. I will. Kind Father, of God. Father, we thank you for your word today, Lord, that has been yes. spoken. I I do believe that the Spirit of God led us today with a a special emphasis and focus, really on speaking to everybody, but specifically to the men and the fathers, the husbands that are yes. living we we see the onslaught of attacks that have come against families that are being destroyed and father i just pray that this will cause an urgency in the men lord to really fight for the souls of their children to fight for the souls of their families yeah. lord as you are calling us as as the prophet isaiah would 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 call and prophesy to the people as he will say, come, my people, enter thou into thy chambers and shut thy doors about thee. Hide thyself, as it were, for a little moment until the indignation be overpassed. For behold, the Lord cometh out of his place to punish the inhabitants of the earth for their iniquity. God, we see it, Lord. We see this is the finger of God causing us to be shut in this moment, many of us in our homes, our apartments, wherever we live, God, but for the purpose, Lord, to prepare and apprehend, Lord, the true Lamb of God. Help us, Lord, as we are in our homes, to be watching and waiting. Help us, Lord, to take the opportunity to minister unto our families and to our children, to deposit unto them, Lord, to seek you in our secret chambers, God, to seek your faith, Lord, that we may be prepared to apply the blood of Jesus Christ, the blood of the Lamb, upon our doorposts before the death angel passes by. Father, we thank you for your word, for all of those that have tuned in with us. We ask a special blessing and protection over their families, over their lives. And as we continue, Lord, to come together for these podcasts, that your presence will be upon them as you will bring clarity more and more of the things that are taking place. Father, we honor you, we bless you, and we thank you for all your goodness. And we ask you this in the precious name of Jesus Christ. And everybody says amen and amen. Amen. God bless you. Keep looking up.